Alright, what's up, yo? Yo, baby, pops. Hey, guys, I want to start out with uh, a little soundbite clip from Sydney Watson. This completely exemplifies how utterly insane we've gotten as a society. Let me explain. Let me tell you. So according to this story, an eight-year-old woman was banned from a YMCA in Washington State because she complained that there was a biological man, a trans woman, in the female changing room looking at little girls and women. And I want to put this in perspective for everybody just so that we can all wrap our heads around this. If a man goes into a female change room, by and large, they are banned from doing so because societally, we consider that to be inappropriate and in some cases predatory. But as soon as that man identifies as a woman, then those societal conventions and expectations evaporate. That man, that biological man, can do as he wishes. There is something very, very messed up and wrong with that. This completely exists. I don't need to hear you want. Um, if you haven't followed Sydney Watson uh, before, uh, look her up on YouTube. Just like her name sounds, Sydney Watson. I do believe she's Australian, uh, but uh, immigrated legally to the United States. And she's pretty cool. She has some good opinions. And uh, she's usually pretty pissed off about things. Uh, but she's cool. I like her ideals, as my friend Chuck used to say. Uh, ideas to us English-speaking people. So this is nuts. Whoa, stay there, stay there. Don't move article. Okay, so we all know I'm not... A great big old. Let me get my phone back open to Anchor app here. Oh, by the way, it's Big Panic Attack with Big John. Like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff, and follow me on Twitter and Getter at the real underscore Big John. So, Sarah Palin. Heaven help us. But at least there'll be another conservative Republican in Congress. But uh, if she wins, I, I don't, I, I don't think she's the sharpest tool in the shed. There was a time I really liked her, uh, and then she told the uh, the story of she screwed up the story of uh, Paul Revere. And I'm like, if you don't know the story of Paul Revere, you're stupid. All right. It might not be the way I was taught in school where one guy rode a horse hundreds of miles yelling the British were the British are coming. But he certainly was not ringing a bell and screaming, you're not going to take our guns. Uh, anyways. Uh, there was a, an element to the Revolutionary War that involved the British wanting to disarm the American population, but that's not the way she told it and not the way it happened. So, anyways... I just think we need brighter people representing the Republican Party. Uh, anyhow, but this election in Alaska, tell me if this doesn't make any sense to you. But uh, in 2020, the voters approved a ballot initiative using ranked choice for their general elections. What this is... This is how it works. If a candidate in the general election wins more than 50% of the cho first choice votes, they win the race outright. 
so you could have two Republicans running and one Democrat. I think that's how this race is shaking out. So if, let's just say Sarah Palin and the Democrat are the top two vote-getters, and they each get like 35% of the vote, and the other guy gets uh, 30% of the vote, right? That adds up to 100. Okay, so then Palin and the Democrat have a runoff election. You can have up to four or five people in this elect in these elections because the initiative also created a non-partisan primary which sends the top four vote getters, regardless of political affiliation, to the general election. The fourth candidate in June's special primary, Al Gross, withdrew shortly after. So, the process continues until a candidate exceeds 50% of the vote. So, if by some odd chance you had all four of these candidates still in the race and all four got 25% of the vote, the same four people would run again against each other. As it is now, there would probably, I would guess, be two top vote-getters out of the three I would guess Palin would get more votes than the other Republican. I I don't know. She's pretty popular in Alaska, but I don't think she'll get 50% the first go-round, in which case there would have to be a... We've already had a primary. Now we're going to have a runoff general election. Or, pardon me, a ranked choice general election. And then we're going to have a runoff election after that. And this is all to fill a temporary congressional seat. Alaska's one congressional seat. And then guess what happens? I think this whole thing repeats itself in November. So it's August 15th. My birthday, by the way. There's some song I'm supposed to sing, but I can't remember. Hey, Shody, it's your birthday. There, that that was it. Th- this is a cluster screw, and this is this is stupid. But the voters approved it on a ballot initiative. Uh, oh, Jim Jordan is in the news. Jim Jordan, one of the fine congressmen from Ohio. He says uh, 14 FBI whistleblowers have come forward. Uh... What have they come forward about? The congressman who is the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee told Fox News host Trey Gowdy, uh, Gowdy was a former congressman and a good one, but he just got sick of that town and the upheaval and corruption of Washington, D.C. Anyways, uh, Jim Jordan, no relation to Michael, told Trey Gowdy the number of the number has risen to 14 after the FBI raid on Mar Mara Lago uh, during a conversation about alleged political as politis, politicization of the Justice Department along with former director of national intelligence John Ratcliffe Jordan made the case that the U.S. public has, quote, figured it out, end quote, when it comes to the left generating a lie. Uh, in quotes, it says, big media, end quotes, reports the lie. Big tech amplifies the lie. Then they pile on Republicans when they can catch on and say, and say something. He said, there are agents in the Bureau who have realized the same thing. Quoting Jim Jordan, 14 FBI agents have come 
to our office as whistleblowers and they're good people. <coughs> Excuse me. There are lots of good people in the FBI. It's the top that is the problem. That's what I've been saying for a while. It's the ones that are career politician bureaucrats. Not really the rank and file gumshoe working detective FBI agents. Okay, so it it's the people at the top that that are the problem. Some of these good agents are coming to us telling us what uh, baloney, what's going on. They're telling us what is baloney, what's going on. The political nature now of the Justice Department, God bless them for doing it. Talking about the school board issue, about a whole host of issues. Uh, when they talk, when he says the school board issue, that uh, refers to the FBI putting people who protest or speak out at school board meetings on like a terrorist watch list and investigating those people, watching what they do, and blah, blah, woof, woof, uh, along with a whole host of other issues that are going on at the FBI right now. Um, so, this is crazy, crazy, crazy. This is next story is nuts, knuckin' futs, fucking nuts. Uh, Minneapolis Teachers Union Agreement stipulates white teachers, white, the, the skin color, white people, the white race, white people, white teachers be laid off first regardless of seniority. An agreement between the Minneapolis Teachers Union and the school district states that white teachers will be laid off before teachers of color regardless of seniority. Now, layoffs have always, always been done by seniority uh, in a union shop. If you've been there the longest, you get to stay. The people who are the newest the least amount of seniority get laid off first. That's the general rule of thumb for every union contract, every union that I know of, that I've ever seen, heard of, or been a part of. But they're saying that they have to lay off the white teachers first. Now, I'm not... I'm not for laying people off based on seniority and especially based on race. I think if you do a good job and your performance is the best, you should get to stay. Now, in that theory... Let's say a black teacher or a teacher of color could be uh, Spanish, could be uh, Indian, dots, not feathers, or it could be Native American, whatever. You're a, a person of a different skin tone and you've been there five years. You go to the extracurricular activities. You spend time after school helping a student who's maybe falling behind on just on your own free will. I had a teacher do that with me in school because I was lazy. <laughs> I, wasn't, I knew the shit. I just half-assed it. And my uh, teacher caught on to I wasn't. He, did, he thought I couldn't alphabetize words. What would happen is I'd put like, you know, all the A words together, all the B words together, all the C words together, but then after the first letter, they'd be out of order. Anyway, so Mr. Watson spent time after school with me for a few weeks, 
uh, or maybe about a week, because he, he's like, oh, good job, John. Not, you, you see, you're getting it. You don't just look at the first letter when you're putting words in alphabetical order. You look at the second, the third, the fourth, and I mean, it was like sixth grade or something, you know? I was just lazy. Like, okay, when am I ever going to need to put words into alphabetical order in my life? Aside from this test. Well, Mr. Watson spent that extra time. So let's say Mr. Watson is black. And he's been in school for five years. He's helping younger Big John learn his uh, ABCs. And there's a white teacher that's been there 20 years doesn't do anything but show up on time, teach their class, and then leave. Doesn't go to any sporting events, doesn't help out with extracurricular activities, doesn't chaperone field trips that uh, don't involve his class. Uh, maybe he calls off a lot. You know, a lot of employees will work the system oh I can call off work this many times I'm taking a three day weekend and using a sick day <laughs> I was one of those uh, so Mr. Watson the black teacher should stay and the white teacher who only puts forth the minimal effort should be the one to go no matter how much time they have on the job. That is sensible. But this is racism. To say that based on a person's skin color, or their heritage, or their ethnicity, however they're going to decide what is white. I mean, are they all going to... Everybody's got to take a, a an ancestry DNA test and... You know, we, we've got to determine, you know, how white these white teachers are. I mean, what, I have a friend that's, uh, his dad's uh, black, his mom's white, but he does not look any, does not have any black features to him. They know biologically that he's his father's son, and that he's his mother's son, but he just inherited fair pale white skin I mean the kid couldn't even get a tan but he's right down the middle half black half white what do you do with him right I mean this is this is ridiculous this is the 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 left has gone so far to the extreme that they're now actually the racists in the, they're the racist ones and I'm sure that this rule this law what uh, contract whatever it is was made up by a bunch of stupid white liberals oh well we've talked about a lot um, I've stumbled across uh, a thing on Twitter the other day and it ranked every president based on their IQ and I don't believe this. I'm not... It doesn't say what the criteria was and how they came to the conclusions that these are the IQs of the, the presidents. Uh, but I'm going to take a break and catch my breath and uh, come back to this here in a second. Let me... I got some relaxation music in the background here. We'll just turn that up a little bit while I'm resetting things. This has to be a joke. But I heard that some uh, Trump... There, it, This has got to be a joke. So I'll just tell it in joke format. Did you hear the other day... Uh, some Trump people went to a Lady Gaga concert, mistaking it for a Trump rally. They thought Gaga, G-A-G-A, -G -A, stood for Make America Good Again. 
or wait, get America good again. Alright, so that wasn't very funny, but I don't know if that story's true or not, but it does sound like it could be true. Anyways, get America good again. Oh, I might have to relight my cigar here. Look, I got this neat little lighter. It's a, it's a blue flame lighter. And I can turn the nozzle to burn straight out, straight up, uh, at a 45 degree angle. So I'm gonna use the 45 degree angle to relight my cigar. Watch, it's like magic. Ooh, look at that. Just like a lighter, except at a 45 degree angle. Alright, so that was $3 well wasted. Alright, so the, the, the first page you see on this, ranking presidents by IQ, says over 250 years the United States uh, has had 46 different presidents. Some are fondly remembers, uh, others not so much, and fewer Fewer are barely remembered at all. Not all presidents are equally fit to take the Oval Office. Here are all the presidents ranked by their IQ. But it, it doesn't say if they took a, you know, a Worcestershire. Is that what it's called? Or is that the sauce? Anyways, there's like a standard IQ test. And it doesn't say what what that's based on. There are some uh, doctors who say they can tell a person's IQ by their verbiage and how they, you know, their the way they write and spell and you know put together sentences on a piece of paper and such. So according to this, our dumbest president was Ulysses S. Grant at an IQ of 130, which is considered highly intelligent, just to let, let the record state. <coughs> the standard for genius, <coughs> let's look this up. I do believe it's 140. What is genius IQ? High IQ and genius I, uh, pardon me, and genius IQ scores. Uh, one fifteen to one twenty four is considered is above average. Uh, 125 to 134 is considered gifted. 135 to 144 is highly gifted intellectuals. Um, 145 to 154 is genius. And 155 to 164 is is also genius. Um, so, let's look at something else here. Just to give you perspective on IQ levels. I usually come in between like 115 and 130. Depend on how good a day I'm having at guessing. Uh, are people in the genius IQ bracket really much better off than those in the high IQ or even average IQ? An IQ score between 85 and 115, 68% 
of IQ scores fall within this standard deviation of the mean. That means the majority of people have an IQ between 85 and 115. Okay, so according to this, between 1 and 70 is a low IQ. That used to be called mentally retarded. Uh, and it still is, actually, if you're in a clinical sense. Um, 71 to 84 is below average. 85 to 115 is average. 116 to 144 is above average. 145 to 159 is high and 160 is genius um uh, and here it goes into like 1 through 24 is profound mental disability that's basically you have the mentality of a toddler 25 to 39 because I've worked with people whose IQs were in that range that were actually older than I okay um 25 to 39, severe mental disability. 40 to 54, moderate mental disability. 55 to 69, mild mental disability. Uh, 70 to 84, borderline mental disability. So uh, That used to be called functionally retarded. And everything below that was called mentally retarded. Uh, I want to look up one more point of reference because the it used to be the basis of what was a genius was based on the IQ score of Albert Einstein and I thought he was um, a 140 he was 160 Okay, so the standard for genius, that's, that's good. Okay, that gives me reference. So uh, I misremembered, and Albert Einstein was a 160 IQ. That's the standard bearer for genius. But listen to this. So Grant, uh, while it's unfair to call any president geniuses, they are still rather intelligent. The least intelligent president, Ulysses S. Grant, uh, had an IQ of 130, which is 15 points above average. George W. Bush, 138.5. I'm not buying that one. I'm putting him in the 100 to 115 category. Uh, I know he was college educated and things of that nature, but I am not believing he is near that uh, high IQ of 140, even though that's my boy. Kind of. James Monroe is only a fraction of a point higher than George W. Monroe was at a 138.6. Monroe was one of the last founding fathers to be elected president, and in comparison to all of them, his IQ was much lower. However, as mentioned before, an IQ of 138, uh, even if it's the third lowest on this list, is considered very superior intelligence. It gets better, don't worry. Andrew Johnson, 138.9. That's not that impressive. He wasn't a very impressive president. William Howard Taft, who got stuck in a bathtub because he was so fat. Uh, but uh, Taft did have quite the political career. He was president, uh, he was a senator, and he was chief justice of the Supreme Court. 139.5, William Howard Taft. One of the five presidentes from Ohio, by the way. Uh, James Buchanan, 139.6. Uh, 
not a very impressive president. Zachariah Taylor, actually Zachary Taylor, oh Zach, no relation to Zach from Saved by the Bell. Uh, 139.8, uh, fairly smart guy. I mean, I never heard anything too bad about him. Harry S. Truman, now, this guy had to be pretty a pretty smart cookie. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you want to say that, but he's the one who had to make the decision to nuke Japan. So a lot of thought had to go into that, a lot of weighing of the pros and cons. Which, by the way, I believe was the right decision. Though a lot of panty waste say it was not. Uh, 139.8, Harry S. Truman. If you don't uh, believe in nuking Japan, you would probably say he had a low IQ. But according to this, he had a high IQ. Warren G. Harding, another Ohio president. 139.9. I don't know where they get these point nines and stuff. Uh, his presidency was cut short by a heart attack. Uh, tidbits. Reese Witherspoon studied at Stanford for a year before dropping out to pursue acting. What the fuck does that have to do with the presidents? Is it... <laughs> Why is that a, a tidbit? I thought the celebrity tidbits would be something to do with the president they're talking about. Anyways... Oh, Warren G. Harding, an Ohio boy, 139. George Washington, our founding father, smart man, wise man, set the precedent for ending the presidency after two four-year terms, which later became law. Old George Washington and his wooden teeth had a 140 IQ. You know, we don't know what George Washington looked like. You've seen a lot of cartoon pictures, and of course he's on the dollar bill and all that. There was, like, all of that, uh, uh, all of our images that we see of George Washington are based on a half-finished portrait of the man. So did the artist not finish the portrait because it didn't look anything like George Washington? I don't know. But he was known as a strapping man who could cut up a dance floor. He could cut a rug, as they say. Uh, Gerald Ford. A lot of people called him less than intelligent. The first president to fall down the steps of Air Force One, as opposed to Joe Biden, who fell up the steps. Uh, also, I think he played football at uh, that school up north. Those of you from Ohio will know what I'm talking about. Oh, Jerry Ford was a 140 IQ, so we're getting into that high IQ level now. Lyndon B. Johnson, our maybe second or third most racist president, had a 140.6 Lyndon Baines Johnson. Uh, here it gives him credit for the Civil Rights Act of 1964, uh, the Great Society, which did more to hurt the, the black society than anything. But his theory was just give them what they want and shut them up. Those are Johnson's words, not mine. But old Lyndon Baines Johnson was a supposedly a 140 IQ. Hoybert Hoover, the president they blame for putting us into the Great Depression. Uh, he was president for the first part of the Great Depression. He was a 141.6 IQ. Calvin Coolidge, an overlooked president, lost to the annals of history. He was a 141.6 IQ. You know, going back to Hoybert Hoover again, there was so much homelessness uh, in Hoover's administration. Uh, Civil War veterans, 
from both sides uh, and other homeless people uh, set up camps with little tents, kind of like we have today, uh, but they set up these camps around Washington, D.C., and they were called Hoovervilles. Just to let you know, I'm smarter than some of the presidents. Uh, not really. Ronnie Reagan, known as an intelligent man, the great communicator, uh, the great debater, but he was known as the great communicator. Uh, he's a 141.9 IQ. Uh, now, this is a little biased. Most people either hate or love him due to his actions during the Cold War. However, he had average presidential intelligence as well. So I guess they're saying the average president is around the 141 IQ. Old Dick Nixon, Tricky Dick. Not the most politically wise man, but he had a 142.9 IQ, supposedly. George Herbert Walker Bush, the first George Bush, 143 even. Uh, war hero, I, I consider George H.W. Excuse me while I gulp some water and puff my cigar. George H.W., or as I call him, Papa Bear, uh, the, the patriarch of the Bush family. I've met all of the Bushes except for George H.W. I met Jeb briefly. I actually had a conversation and a really nice photograph with George W. Uh, I also met Barbara Bush, the former first lady. Got a photograph and uh, had a lovely dinner conversation with her one time at Kent State. Uh, nice lady. Don't know what her IQ was, but her husband, the last true statesman, uh, a UN diplomat, Diplomat to the country of China, or ambassador, pardon me, to China. I heard they have very good Chinese food in China, by the way, according to George H.W. in his book. Uh, also, uh, former intelligence, or what call it, he, was, he used to be the head of the CIA, all right? And some people call him the only three-term president. Of course, they sort of forget about Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who was three and a quarter term president. But anyways, um, George H.W., they said, ran the country while Reagan just went on TV and made speeches. James K. Polk, most famously known as the namesake of Al Bundy's high school, Polk High. Uh, James Polk was a 143.4 IQ. William McKinley, another Ohio president. Uh, I actually used to be a regular attendee of the McKinley Day dinner until they stopped doing that because of political bullshit infighting that fucked up a really nice event. And there used to be a really good William McKinley impersonator who would come out at the end of the, uh, the end of the dinner after the keynote speaker did their speech and uh, this impersonator would uh, recite one of McKinley's speeches. And he was actually a world-renowned or nationally renowned President McKinley impersonator. Well, old Bill McKinley had a 143 IQ from Niles, Ohio, not far from where I live. Grover Cleveland, not from Cleveland, by the way, but I believe he was another Ohio boy. He was a 144 IQ, kind of forgotten to the annals of history. Andrew Jackson, 
known for the Battle of New Orleans. That's a good song if you ever uh, want to hear a, a funny, cute little song with some historic, uh, well, <laughs> about a historic event. I wouldn't say it's historically accurate. But Andrew Jackson, 145 IQ, was not smart enough to... Uh, well, he was the president that did the uh, rounding up of the Cherokee Indians and running them off to reservations on the what's known as Trail of Tears. Uh, he was uh, the president during the American versus Indian Wars, or I guess we have to say Native American, but they're called the American Indian Wars. Uh, but anyways, Andy Jackson, 145 IQ. Dwight David Eisenhower, another one of my faves, a 145.1 IQ. So he's 0.1 points above Andrew Jackson. Old Ike sent the 101st Airborne to escort black students into a newly integrated schoolhouse while Democrat... Bull Halsey stood in the schoolhouse door to prevent them, but Ike said, "Nope." National Guard or the uh, 101st Airborne, the Screaming Eagles, are going to take these children to school, whether you like it or not. Uh, Benji Harrison, Benjamin Harrison, 145.4. Martin Van Buren, a forgotten president. With some good sideburns, though. He was a 146 IQ. Rutherford B. Hayes, another president who's kind of forgotten to history, but had quite the beard, and his mustache completely covered his mouth. Hmm. How did he eat? Oh, but there was a lot of food stuck in that mustache. 146.3 was... Who the hell was it? Rutherford B. Hayes, 146.3. We're getting up there, folks. William Henry Harrison, 146.3. Oh, we had our first tie. That's a tie between Rutherford and Henry William Henry Harrison. Uh, a bit above the presidential average, but that's all we really know for sure, about his presidency. Uh, he died, oh, that's right, he's not well remembered because he died 31 days after he was sworn in. He uh, gave his inaugural address in uh, a rainstorm and caught pneumonia. Franklin Pierce, another forgotten president, 147.4. John Tyler, somebody you probably don't remember, 148 IQ. Man, there have been a lot of presidents. Now, this is bullshit. We all know Millard Fillmore was the smartest gosh dang president ever. But they say he has a 149 IQ. By the way, this is from delight.com. The Delight. D E. L-I-T-E TheDelight.com If you want to know where you can find this. Well, they got Millard Fillmore wrong. He's at least a, a 200. But he, they say he's 149. I don't buy it. Abe Lincoln, old honest Abe. 150. Buck 50. Self-educated man. Taught himself to read. Uh... And then, you know, went on to law school and Congress, freed the slaves, bless his heart. What a, what a nation we might have been. Even greater nation had Abe Lincoln lived. He got elected to his second term and then was assassinated. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our only four-time elected president, uh... He served uh, three and a quarter terms before succumbing to polio and, I think, strokes and other ailments. Uh, 
He's in the top 25%. He's at 150.5. So half a point smarter than Honest Abe. Chester Arthur. Another kind of forgotten to the annals of history. Chester Arthur comes in at 152.3. Good, gotta get the get the Ole Anderson. If those of you that know wrestling, the uh, sideburns that come down and then meet with the mustache and no beard. So shaved chinny chin chin and neck, but good sideburn mustache combo on old. Chester Arthur and his 152.3 IQ. Uh-oh, we got another tie. James A. Garfield. I believe he was another Ohioan. 152.3. He had a nice, nice groomed beard. Nicely groomed. Old Teddy Roosevelt, my grandma's favorite president. The Rough Rider, Teddy Roosevelt, charging up San Juan Hill, came in at a buck fifty-three. I'm really starting to wish I'd only done the highlights of this. <laughs> John Adams, one fifty-five. Uh, he and George W. are the only presidents. Well, no, both Bushes would. So uh, Adams was the son of a president. He has that in common with W. But the Bushes and the Adams are the only presidents who can trace their lineage back to the Mayflower. See, I told you I was pretty smart. So our most racist president in history. I, I guess Andrew Jackson's got to be up there too. But uh, the first movie shown in the White House was during the Woodrow Wilson administration. And it was called Birth of a Nation. That makes him pretty stupid in my account. Uh, Birth of a Nation was a Ku Klux Klan propaganda film. Oh, racist Woody Wilson. So uh, his IQ, however, was 155.2. And I do believe he, in his second term, had a stroke and his wife ran the country uh, she would keep people outside his bedroom and take legislation in there and have him sign it as well as executive orders Jimmy Cotta 156 oops let me pop back up here 156.8 see these are some of the ones I don't believe Jimmy Carter Nice man, did a lot of work for the homeless, claims to have seen an unidentified flying object from my favorite galaxy, Zeta Reticuli. Is Zeta Reticuli a galaxy? Alright, see this is where I think they're just making shit up now. Bill Clinton, and by the way, they, they didn't even, they just put Bill Clinton. All the rest of the presidents, it had like their formal names. They just put Bill Clinton. Why not William Jefferson Clinton or William J. Clinton? No, just old Bill, old Bubba. Fuck him. I think they're making this up. 159 IQ score. One point below Albert Einstein? Come on. Seriously, people? Now, this is full of stuffings. All right, let's get up here. John F. Kennedy, 159.8. You know, if Kennedy were alive today, he'd almost be considered a conservative. He was for lowering taxes. He was for less government. He wanted to uh, splinter the CIA into a thousand pieces, in other words, do away with the Central Intelligence Agency. Um, wait a second. Was a war hero 
But as a senator, he did vote against the 1948 Civil Rights Act, or maybe it was 1958. Anyway, he voted against the Civil Rights Act because he wanted to run for president and he would need to carry the southern states. Also rocked the thin tie, which was so trendy in the 60s. But old JFK, uh, cut down much too soon in life, was a 159.8 IQ. What, what celebrity unrelated tidbit do we have here? When Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling were on the Mickey Mouse Club, Justin, Justin's mother was Ryan's legal guardian. Don't know why that's on a list of the president's IQs, but whatever. James, <coughs> <coughs> James Madison. All right, I gotta stop here. James Madison, who was president during what's known as the Second American Revolution, uh, in 1812-ish, the Brits decided they wanted the Americas back. And they uh, came at us again and burned Washington, D.C. to the ground, which actually uh, led to what Washington, Washington D.C. was not highly regarded back then. I mean, it's literally built on top of a swamp. Uh, but the burning of Washington, D.C. rallied America and Tons of money was raised, a lot of money for that time, uh, to rebuild the White House and, and everything in D.C. after the British burned it. And his wife, Dolly Madison, who's now known as uh, a donut, but she was actually running around the White House uh, pres preserving historical documents and historical paintings uh, and various... Uh, antique items of previous presidents. Uh, so Dolly Madison was quite the hero and a delicious pastry. James Madison, however, a 160 IQ. So he is on par with Albert Einstein. Mm, I'm not sure about that. OTJ, Thomas Jefferson, who was uh, into... Uh, anyway. Thomas Jefferson, who wrote the Declaration of Independence uh, and helped with the uh, first drafts of the Constitution, 160 IQ, wrote the Declaration of, of Independence at the tender age of 25. He had a 160 IQ. I can believe that from his writings. See, this is another one I don't believe. John Quincy Adams a 175 IQ, now you're off the charts. This means he was smarter, this is what the article says, uh, having an IQ that high in the early 19th century, which means the early 1800s, meant he was smarter than 999994 percent of all the people on earth so it's not surprising that this Adams was the smartest president of them all again I don't know how they came up with these numbers I just don't believe it Barack Obama oh gee whiz we don't have Barack Obama's IQ it just has three question marks. Isn't that convenient? Now, look, Barack was an intelligent man. It says so here. Uh, I believe he was uh, intelligent. He went to an Ivy League college. I, you know, you've got to be smart to get into the Ivy League. All right? Let's just not shit ourselves. Let's not kid ourselves. All right? He was a smart man. Uh, but it says his IQ is unknown. Nobody's sat down and figured out his IQ yet. And it's probably slightly above average, I would say. Another one with three question marks. Even though he actually took uh, a cognitive... What do they call that? 
a cognitive test to prove that he was cognitively with it when people were saying he was uh, in cognitive decline and crazy. Uh, it doesn't say that uh, what his IQ was, but here's what the D-Light had to say. The last president, Donald Trump, has boasted of an impressive IQ in the past, but what that number may be may be has not yet been revealed. Although Dean Keith Simon, Simonton, the researcher that researched and undiscovered the IQs of all the other former presidents, has hypothesized it's not very high. So now we know our reference source for this article. Dean Keith Simonton. I don't know if Dean is his first name or it means he's a dean at a college. But anyways, Dean Keith Simonton. S-I-M-O-N-T-O-N. Dean and Keith are spelled just how they are normally spelled. But uh, you can look him up. Dean Keith Simonton and uh, t check his credentials. Maybe I'll do that later, but I'm not going to extend this podcast any further. Lastly and leastly, Joe Biden's IQ is unknown. He gets three question marks. Biden is the current president of the United States, having been Obama's former vice president. Oh, w really? Hey, thanks for telling me that, the delight. I would have never known. He seemed desirable for the role, but... <laughs> okay. The guy that said 300 million Americans have been killed in gun violence, which would be... Or no, wait, pardon me. Uh, now my IQ. Uh, no. He said that 150 million Americans have been killed in gun violence. That's half the damn country. He said that during a pres Democratic presidential primary. But he was the most desirable for the job. That's why I'm not believing uh, Dean Keith Simonton and the D-Lights uh, numbers on some of these people. Uh, we don't know his IQ yet, and it may be a bit hard to see how he stacks up against the other presidents. Let me tell you, his IQ is potato. That's his IQ. He's in, it's in the fruit section. Maybe it's cucumber or head of lettuce. I don't know. But I don't think you can put uh, a number to it. I think it's got to be like a, an object of some sort. Oh, yo, yo. What's our celebrity tidbit? Tom Hanks collects typewriters and has over 250 in his collection. He also moved to Greece, which is a country that does not, does not extradite to the United States. However, he was in Pittsburgh making a movie a few months ago. So, uh, Tom Hanks, yeah, okay, he collects typewriters. We don't know Joe Biden, Lion Biden, Biden my time till the Grim Reaper comes for me. We don't know his IQ exactly. So there you have it. Our least intelligent president that we know of was Ulysses S. Grant at 130, which is quite a bit above average. And our most intelligent president, let me skip up here, was John Quincy Adams at 175. I don't believe that, but it's possible. All right, so, again, Dean Keith Simmons uh, figured these IQs out somehow. Be interesting to look up and see his method for that. With that, God bless you guys. Pray for one another. 
just spent 40 minutes reading you the IQ of every freaking president. God bless. Have a great day. See you next time on Panic Attack.